Hey y'all, it's Tanaya and Mitchell here. What's up? And welcome back to the Hargit Halftime. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about privacy um, as it pertains to relationships, um, social media, and then family and friends. So we hope you enjoy this episode. So privacy. Um, so Mitchell, how do you feel about privacy um, in our relationship or um, any relationship that you have had in the past? I definitely feel that privacy is very important. Um, what you do within your relationship um, needs to be maintained in your relationship um, just because when you start to divulge different information, um, especially about potential issues, um, it can paint a narrative um, to someone that you love about your loved one that may not be necessarily true based off of what you tell them. So I, I definitely think that you should keep your privacy um, within your relationship to a certain extent. Of course, there's outliers there. What about you? Um, I agree. I think that um, there are certain things that you know, can be shared, but in those things that are being shared, you have to be careful about what you say um, to whomever you're sharing or divulging information with, because like you said, it can um, taint that image of your significant other to whomever you may be talking to. So, I mean, like you said, I think there are certain things that you can talk to friends or family about, but you just have to be careful because there's a very thin line that is a lot of times easily crossed so so what would you say is appropriate to share as far as when it comes to privacy i mean i think you can talk about there are certain aspects of the relationship that can be talked about you know if you need advice on you know how to handle a situation or how to better handle a situation or really just you know talking with someone to kind of per se put you in check if you feel like you know that person owes you an apology or they just didn't see it your way or you know sometimes maybe to just validate feelings um that may have not otherwise been validated I just think like like we said I I know I keep going back to it but it, it really just not only does it I think it also depends on who you're talking to like who is this person that you're sharing this information with about your relationship Um, But really just how far deep you're divulging information. Um, I mean, I definitely think that everybody should have somebody um, that they can go to, you know, outside of your significant other that can give you, you know, unbiased perspective or something. I mean, sometimes it may be a little bit biased because obviously, you know, the person. But if you also know that this person, you know, is not afraid to call you out when you're wrong and to give you those hard truths, then I think it's okay. But if it's a biased person, I don't think that's a good person to go to. Well, I say biased because a lot of times friends and family are, they can be biased. I mean, they know who you are. Um, I mean, I think that you can, there is that bias. Yes. But I also think that if you're depending on who you're going to, that person knows how to be unbiased in um when it's necessary um so I think it really just depends on the person because yeah, I, 
I can go to a friend and I know that, you know, they know me. And I guess that's what I mean in a sense of bias. Like they know Tanaya, they know her tendencies and all these other things. And yes, they may be like, okay, I see your point. You may have been right, but then they're also not afraid to check you. Right. I mean, so I don't see that as being biased. When I think of bias, I think of like, they're always going to side with you. I think you should always, like you said, go to someone that can put you in check, but also someone that may know a little bit about your spouse than anyone else. Um, I also think that when you divulge information, it's very important that you um, divulge all the information. Um, Of course, there's two sides. Well, there's three sides to every story, like someone said, like everyone says, there's your side, the other person's side, and then the truth. Um, It's important to try to get the truth out as much as possible. So admit, admit the parts where you were wrong, say what happened, um, and then look for an answer. But if you go into the conversation and it's all that one person's fault that you're, that you're upset with your spouse, then I think that leads to that biased conversation that you're talking about to where it's like, well, they did this wrong. And then that person's not even thinking to ask you like, okay, well, what did you do wrong? Cause it, it takes two to tango. So um, just you just got always got to make sure that you're honest whenever you're divulging that information. I agree. That's a good point. Um, let's see. So, do you have people that you share things about our relationship or anybody, any relationship that you've been in in the past? Like, did you ever have a person or persons? Um, there may have been more than one person. Um, that you. Um, talk to you whenever there were con- there was conflict or whatever the case is? Um, probably in the past, yes. Currently, no. I mean, whenever we have a problem, I go straight to the source, which of course is you. Um, and, and I try to, you know, figure it out just because I, I don't... Again, you just kind of get into that sticky situation of like, yes, I may be intentional of trying to tell the whole story, but m- my bias from the story may leave out very important parts of of thoughts where I was wrong and that you were right. And I may leave that out, which is going to give a biased perspective to the person that I'm speaking to. So I much rather go to the source. Um, like I said, which is you and just, and just talk it out in that way. Um, you know, you can say how you felt, I can say how I felt. And, and then, um, you know, we can come to a solution. Um, of course, these are for like minor problems. I, I would definitely suggest that if there were bigger problems, then yes, you go to someone that can mediate the problems, but just minor problems, things that can be, you know, that you can talk about. I definitely think that you should go to, to your, to your spouse or your significant other or a friend. Um, what about you? I, I, knowing you, I think I, I know your answer. I mean, I have people that a couple of people that I do go to, um, I think for bigger issues, yes, but I also go for the smaller issues because I know for me, I go for the smaller issues as well as because I oftentimes need to be checked um, outside of, you know, us coming to a solution or a compromise for whatever we're talking about. But I also, for me, I also need that person that's going to be like, all right, tonight, like you really need to fix this or you need to check yourself or whatever the case is so I yes I have a couple of people that I go to um not for not so much for advice on what to do but like I said more so as a check 
checking a balance for me, like, okay, Tanaya, like I said, you know, you were wrong in what you said, or Tanaya, your feelings were valid, however, dot, dot, dot. So I, I use it for more than just trying to paint it as though, quote unquote, I'm the right, I'm in the right, or whatever the case is. I, I use it for more than just that. Um, and not even that, like, I, I definitely believe that the people that I talk to, they're very blunt and very transparent and they're not afraid to, um, tell me the truth, give me the hard truth. And that is, you know, something that I invite and that I want because I don't ever want, you know, friends or family to feel like they have to sugarcoat anything with me just because it's, it's something that they think I want to hear. No, tell me what I need to hear so that I can correct it and move past it. So, so does it sound different when you're checked or told what's, what is what needs to be done by your friends or by someone that you get advice to um, rather than like it coming from me? Like, do you receive that differently? Um, I think it all it all kind of goes back to this, the whole thing we talked about last week with the whole like put your hand on the stove, get burnt type of thing. And it's not that I don't have trust or, or like faith in what you're telling me, but it's like, you need to hear from somebody. I need to hear from somebody else. Like, and, and I am that person that I do not omit any information when I do go to another source. Like I tell them everything, both sides, you know, they ask questions I'm telling. I give them the whole spiel of whatever's going on. But yes, I go to an outside source um, just for that that outside opinion, like somebody on the outside looking in because we're both on the inside looking in. So there's that other person that is on the outside looking in that can, you know, they may be able to give a perspective that neither one of us thought about. And it's just like, oh, okay. Right. Well, I mean, that's good that you're 100% transparent. Yeah, that I don't. It makes it easier yeah. for the person that's giving the advice or that's listening to be able to give an unbiased opinion. Um, but I think that's the most important part is not withholding information, which sometimes can be done intentionally, in my opinion. No, I, absolutely. That's what I was about to say. I said I feel like it's different when you purpose, purposefully omit information to an outside source because that right there is grounds for tainting the image of your significant other or your spouse. And even Be if you do it un un unintentionally, too. So. I feel like it's more of an intentional thing. Like you're intentionally, unless you forget something. That's what I'm saying. Like if you forget something, you're still, that person is still saying, well, if you would have admitted, if you would have put in that one piece of information, it would have changed that person's tone about their response. But you admitting that one piece of information can still taint how they feel. So for me, that's what I'm going back and saying. Like, that's why for me personally, like, I don't, because in the heat of the moment, like, of you venting or asking for advice, it's, it's very, to me, it's very common to admit information. That is true. Yeah. So in the heat of the moment or whatever the case is. Um, that's why I don't, that's why for me, I don't like admit any of, that's why I don't go to anybody else. It's just, I go straight to you and that may be not desirable or may not be something that I want to do. Um, but it's, I, I feel like for me, it's the best thing. And again, this shows that it's based off what works for you in, in situations. So you don't feel like there is ever a 
point where you should be able to have someone outside of your spouse or significant other to talk to? I don't think I've gotten to that point yet. Like I said, if I get to that point, then I want to go to someone as a professional. Like I don't want to go to a friend. I don't want to go to a family member. Like if I get to that point to where I feel like I have to talk to somebody else about our relationship. And like I said, this is just for me. Then I feel like I'm going to a professional marriage counselor, therapist, someone that is someone that is that does this and that can give me sound advice, you know. So and and they're definitely going to come from an unbiased opinion because that's their job. But you don't have friends or a family that someone that's married or someone that you know, yes, they know you, but they're also they also know how to be unbiased and they also now know how to tell the hard truth or whatever the case is, you don't feel like you have that at all in any of your friends or family? Uh, no, I definitely feel like I, I know people that, that could give me that opinion. But like I said, for me, like as of right now stands, like whenever we go through something, like I feel like I can personally come to you and I don't need to go to them because at the same time of just as easy as it is for them to check me, like I feel like you can check me. So for me, why... Why go to someone else and and feelings are feelings. Why go to someone else and me express my feelings to them, especially a family member, and then like they may not say it, but now they feel some type of way about you. So mm-hmm. I rather spare those feelings because to us it may not be that deep, but to them they may take it and run with it. So for me, I'm like, well, let me just let me just go straight to you and and if I'm wrong and you know, I'll admit that I'm wrong or you'll check me and then I'll, you know, then we'll go from there. But isn't that also a sign of maturity in people that you can talk to outside of me? Like they should be mature enough to know that this is not something that I'm sharing with you for you to now have this hidden, these hidden feelings for my spouse or my significant other. I'm solely coming to you for, you know, like I said, advice or a hard truth or validation or whatever it is. I'm not coming to you as in I'm telling you this information because I secretly want you to feel some type of way about my significant other. Um, and I think even if you, if you know, if you do decide to have those conversations with family or friends that maybe there needs to be a disclaimer that needs to be put out prior to divulging that information. Like I'm not any in any way, shape or form looking for you to um, looking for these um hard feelings to come from this conversation I'm not looking for you to harbor any feelings towards my significant other or my spouse from this conversation I'm solely coming to you as a outside person an outside opinion on what is taking place inside of my relationship or marriage or whatever the case is shouldn't you be able to if you have this person outside or persons that you trust that much to be able to talk to you, shouldn't you be able to also have the conversation that says, look, this is what I don't need from you. Um, whether it's intentional or unintentional, I don't need this. So I'm bringing this to you in the beginning before we even start this conversation. If, if you put it like that, then yeah, I guess I, I don't trust people. And it's not nothing against the people that I that I'm very, very close to. But I just know emotions, it's easier to, It's easier said than done. And I think that emotions can easily take over, especially when someone that you love and care about is truly involved in the situation. 
Um, so if you say it like that, and this is nothing against, you know, family or friends, like, no, I don't, I don't trust anyone to be completely unbiased when it comes to our relationship. They're not in it. They don't know. So yes, I, if, if, if we're putting it like that, then yeah, I don't, I don't trust anyone a hundred percent because yes, I can have that conversation with them. And from then, from then it's up to them to make that decision. It's not up to me. So I can't, at that point, I can't control that narrative. But you're not, you're not, the decision isn't up to you. I mean, you're just throwing out a caveat. That, that And that's my point. So the narrative that I can't control is not going to them and not giving them that option to even think that and just mm-hmm. going straight to you. That way there's no, there's no speculation or there's no, well, I wonder if such and such thinks this way about my wife, even though I told them not to. They don't even right. know. I went straight to you. Right. Well, I'm not saying I don't do it every time. No. Um, like I said, I, I definitely can say for me, di- huge issues. Yes. Mitchell and I, we do talk about them, but for me, my, you know, the outside looking in perspective that I am trying to, um, insight is more so for like, check, check yourself tonight, a type of, you know, I need, I invite, you know, friends, sometimes it's my mom, to check me like, Tanaya, you overreacted, or Tanaya, you need to apologize, or Tanaya, I see, you know, why Mitchell got upset, or I see his point. Here's what I need you to understand so that you can go back and resolve the issue or so or so you can know what not to do next time. So I think for me, like I said, it's more so I do it for like a check that I know like, you know, these people know me and they know my tendencies. Not saying that you don't because you do, but just from an outside perspective, um, sometimes I think they're able to tap in a little deeper and it causes me to, you know, have these moments like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I messed up. So let me go back and correct that. Or, you know, have this conversation um, with you. So that's me personally. Um, But I definitely think, you know, definitely have learned lessons in the past of with past relationships of, you know, divulging too much information outside because it definitely it definitely does taint images and it makes, you know, friends and family look at that person that you may call your significant other, you know, sideways. They do look at them sideways like, okay, every time I see you or every time tonight gets frustrated, I'm going to think on this or I'm going to think on that. So I I definitely understand um, your hesitancy well not hesitancy your refusal to do that it's I understand it I guess I was just wondering like you know I know you don't you don't talk to anybody like you kind of talk to yourself quote-unquote or me so I just was wondering like so you don't ever think that you will ever have anyone even if it's someone that's married you know because that I mean, like I said, if, if it gets to that point, like at that point, I, I would want to see someone that's licensed and someone that does this for, for for a profession that does not know me, that does not know you, that can essentially like I can have a conversation with them and they can tell me what's going on because I feel like that's their job and they are able to decipher the BS. Like if I'm not telling the whole truth, 
Like I, I, I just think that that's the, for me, that's the best way to go. Like I don't mm-hmm. even want to touch that avenue of having someone not like you or have this, I don't know, just have this thought about you off of one bad thing that happened that wasn't even that bad, but I could have hyped up because of me being upset. Okay. But are you, but it it sounds like, and I'm just shooting the breeze. It sounds like you're not giving, potentially you're not giving those people credit for not being what you think they will be. You're, it sounds like you could be assuming the worst in those people and that is that fair? Because you really don't know unless you actually try it, but you're already like off gate, like absolutely not. But if you've never tried it and you don't, you know, you don't necessarily know what those people are going to say. Like, is that necessarily fair to count them out? And you haven't even tried it or thought about it in a situation like this. Of course, no, it's not fair, but that one time that I sound off to them, what if they make this judgment about you? That's, that's tainted them for the rest for for a long period going on. Like now, just this one time that I decided to quote unquote give it a try or sound off on them about you. Now every time they see you, they're looking at and you could and, and you're this perfect person and it's it was just this one time. And I'm not saying that 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 of course that's the extreme, but for me it's not worth the risk. Okay, that's fair. So I, I respect it. Yeah. That's that's how I stand on it. I just much rather not. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna switch gears. Um, so we talked about privacy in a relationship as it pertains to family and friends and divulging information or not divulging information. So now we're gonna switch over to privacy as far as social media goes. Social media and electronics. So um that's you know Pass phone passwords, going through text messages, uh, stalking IG followers and IG likes and comments, Twitter, all of that. How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, as far as the stalking part, like of course, stalking is a very strong word. Just well, I mean, you know, like, just constantly even, paying like, attention, keeping track. Like, yeah, to keeping me, that's track. Just, I believe two things. One, if you go looking for something, you're going to find something. Um, That's not always true. Whether it's, whether it's something that you, that you think is potentially a problem that really isn't, but your mind is going to automatically make up these things of, Oh, well, who is this person like in his or her pictures or who is this person mm, okay. following? Like, and you've, and now you've put up this, now you've made up this big story in your head and it's not even true. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, and I can speak on this personally in past relationships is the going through the phones and checking likes and different things was because I was doing stuff that I wasn't supposed to be doing myself. So it was that guilty conscience of, well, if I'm doing it, then they must be doing it. Mm. So yeah, for, for me, as it pertains, like, no, I don't for one. And I hate it when they had this on IG to where you're like, you can go to the explore page or whatever page it was. And you can see who was liking whose pictures. Like, to me, that was just a whole nother like creepy privacy thing of like, why does it matter whose picture I'm liking? I don't even like it to now to where it shows like, like if we follow the same person and like, I like that picture, it's going to show up that I liked it. Like, I don't, to me, that's just, I don't know. I, I just don't agree with it. Um, 
But I mean, as far as like the privacy of like the phones, like, no, I, you know, I don't believe in going through people's phones or call logs. Yes, you have my passwords. Yes, I have your passwords. But that's for, you know, hey, I need to do something on your phone that my phone may be dead or my iPad or whatever the case may be. But the sole purpose of me having your password is not to when you're in the shower, snooping, read your text messages like that's not I just don't feel the need to do that. And and for me, like if. If you're intentionally, if you're doing something, then that's for you to come to terms with yourself and it's going to eventually come out. So why do I have to go looking for it? Okay. I think for me, I'm just nosy. So like I, I get on social media or whatever the case is and I'm just nosy. I just be wanting to know. Um, like. Yes, we have each other's passwords. And there are also are times like where Mitchell will be like on Twitter or on Instagram. And I'll be like, oh, what you doing? Who you talking to? Or his phone will ring or he'll get a text. And I'll be like, who that? Yeah, she will. I'm nosy. So I think, and I'm not afraid to admit that there have been, and I've told Mitchell, like there have been times where I have gone through your phone just because I'm nosy. And I'm just curious who you talking to. Wow. What you talking about? Don't think I knew that. It's not something I'm proud of. I'm not. I mean... I'm just being transparent. So, but I mean, like, why do you feel like you do that? Like, if there was, because I feel like if there was anything that I wanted you to know about, I would tell you. Right. I mean, I don't know. I think it's just, I'm just a nosy person. And I guess it's kind of like just always wanting to be in the know and always wanting to just know. So you're you're nosy because you just want to know everything about everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, and I, I guess I get that. Like, there'll be times to like where like you'll talk to like your friends or whatever, and I'll, I guess I'll ask how they're doing. And this may be totally different things, but it's not, for me, it's not necessarily being nosy. It's just more so like you talk to them. I don't talk to them and I know them, so I'm just checking up. But like, I try, for me personally, like, I, I want you to be able to have your, your separate friends and have your separate conversations. And I understand that there's stuff that like, you and your friends talk about that you may not want me to know. And that's fine. Like I, I understand that like is, is woman talk is girl talk. Just like, you know, we have our guys talks and different things to where like, yeah, if you found out about it, cool, but it's not like I'm running to you at the end of the conversation. Like, Hey, like this is what we spoke about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, but for you, like when you say stuff like that, does it bother me? No, I just don't tell you. When I said what? Like, when you ask, like, hey, like, what were we talking about or different things? Like, if it's something that I don't want you to know or, like, and it's not like I'm hiding anything, but just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that, like, yes, like, yes, you are my spouse, but certain things, like, like, if I'm talking to my friends, like, certain things should stay with my friends. Whether it's to, again, we go back to protecting the image, whether it's to protect an image of a friend so that you don't get a bad image or vice versa. Oh, that's a good point. So, I mean, like I want to be able to feel like my friends can come and talk to me without, yes, we're married, but without my spouse knowing everything that we talk about, because at what, because then at what, at that point, do they trust me to come to me? Uh, If they know that. Right. If something something comes up or if like, I don't know, just, just in general, like, you know, we have a conversation, I come back and I say something and then like, 
now you are not saying that you would, but again, just in general, like you're treating that person differently. Like mm-hmm. they may not put two and two together eventually, immediately, but eventually they will. And then it's just like, okay, well now I can no longer go to Mitchell because everything that I tell him, he goes back and tells his wife. And I, I just think that that's just not, that's just not a good, a good thing to do. Okay. It just, it just puts a lot of stress on, on our relationship of like now, I don't know. I, I just, it's just, it's just something that I'd much rather not be a part of. Like we have our relationship then I have my friendship with my friends and then we have friendships that we share with friends. Mm-hmm. But still again, like, yes, we may have the same friend group, but how you talk to one friend, I may talk to them in a different way. And it's, and that's totally fine. Right. It's the privacy that, that we should have and that you should respect. And if you trust your spouse that much, like you should know that they're not going to do anything to like taint your relationship or your marriage. That's a good point. Cause I was going to say, so what do you think that there's like a trust thing in that for people that may experience, um, you know, being inspector gadget on social media or just closely watching, you know, who their significant other or their spouse interacts with, or, you know, I mean, I know there's like, it's a probably a trust thing and there's probably like some type of, I mean, there's probably some type of insecurity within that too. Maybe like some past incident or trauma or just, you know, whatever the case is. I was about to say, I'll shoot that question back to you because you're the one that, that says that you stalk or not stalk, but you go through like inspector gadget, media, like your inspector <laughs> gadget. But for me, I'll say, um, and I've said this before, like you talked about like past relationships, like you can't, you can never compare a past relationship to your current relationship. That is true. So that to me, that's mistake. Number one. Yeah. Like, why are you comparing me to your, to your last relationship? Right. I'm a totally different person than that person. I'm hoping that you're a totally different person than what you were when you dated that person. Mm-hmm. So whatever you went through in that relationship, why why is it tainting what we have? That's a very good, a and very the on, good observation. And the only reason question. that you should not trust me is if I give you a reason not to trust me. That's very true. So if... I like it. Yeah. So I, I bounced that question back to you and why do you think that people go through social media? I know you said trust. I mean, I think, you know, there's trust, but I... I don't know. I'm not going to say trust as the current person unless that current person has done something that is questionable. But I also think I think it really comes from a place of insecurity, you know, not being secure, not in your significant other or your spouse, but not being secure within yourself and in your own identity. Um, And identity is a whole nother like realm that we're not going to, you know, we're not touching at all today. But I think that has something to do with it. Um, you know, just trying to come into yourself and your own, you know, sense of worth and esteem. I think that, you know, it, it's it's so easy to fall into that, especially if it's, you know, something that has scarred you from your past or you just, you know, I think also too, like society plays a role in that as well as, you know, all men are dogs or whatever the case is, or like all these other, all these other things that, you know, society and culture say or do that, you know, may intentionally or really unintentionally have an effect on, you know, 
being Inspector Gadget on social media, asking questions, going through phone logs and text messages. I think it's a it's a lot of many things that forms into this big thing, which is that. So I think it it comes from a lot of different places. So at what at what point do you stop being Inspector Gadget after you've searched and searched and you don't find anything. Like That's probably that. the point. When you when you see, okay, this person really just they don't be that there's nothing for me to look for. Right. But I mean, how many times do you have to go through and look? I mean, like is it like do you do it for a year? Like I mean, because I feel like at some point that has to get exhausting and I think it I mean for some people, yes, and for some people they do this. It's like a sport. It's like they don't get tired of it. But I think for other people, like I can't even try to say six months, a year, two months, two weeks, twenty four hours. I don't know. I think it it really depends on that person. Like I said, I think there are deeper factors that go into it. Um What about for you? When you for think, you'll me. be able to stop. Well, I haven't done it lately. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Um and I also think too like it just I think not only knowing yourself, but I also think knowing your spouse. So I know you that you're you're a kind person. You're very chill. Um, do you have some OD conversations with your friends sometimes, even from what I hear? Yes. But I think that because I know you so well and I know the type of person that you are and the type of person that your friends, not even from me being nosy, but just from the way they speak about you or the way my family and friends speak on you from their outside perspective. I know that I have a a great person who is, you know, faithful and um, trustworthy and all these things. So, yes, I definitely believe that there should be no reason uh, for me to be going through and being Inspector Gadget. I mean, even though I'm nosy, that's really what it is these days. I'm just nosy. Like I, I'm just nosy. Like I can, I can get on Instagram and see a picture that Mitchell has liked. And then I click on the picture. And then before I know I'm scrolling through this person's timeline, I'm scrolling through their friends. Like I'm just, I'm just in a rabbit hole now just because I saw and it's not even like, well, who is this person to Mitchell or whatever the case is. It's just like, oh, well, now I'm being super nosy because now I want to see this person's pictures and I want to see who they follow. Do we have any mutual friends? What are they talking about? Yeah, it's just this it's whole. It's time to get a fenster. <laughs> <laughs> yep. that's, that's what this conversation is leading to. It's time to get a fenster. So therefore. Or just change your passwords. Or you, you can, can still see who I like. Because you follow me. Unfree me. Block me. If I get a fence to... You can block me. I can just have this fake Twitter account, this fake Instagram account, and I can just... You can block me. And that's so funny you say that. So what about... Like, I know people that have created fake Twitter pages and Facebook pages and Instagram pages just so they can they can uh, closely follow their significant other or whomever. What about that? So... Now, that's that's a difference. Like, yeah, that's just... That's just weird. <laughs> I mean, like a burner account, <laughs> right? Like if you're going to do it to that point to where you're going to do it to follow your your spouse, and yeah, that's just again, I mean, that's people do it. Trust issue, and I mean, and even the same of like creating like a Finsta or fake Twitter to like hide what you're doing from your spouse. Like, yes, I have another Twitter that I use, but it's specifically so I don't have like like I have my Twitter to where I interact with my friends. 
then I have my Twitter to where I follow like only like news sources. So like I don't miss out on like any news. Like that's the only thing that's on the timeline. But like that's the only thing I have it for. Like it doesn't follow anybody. Like that's it's the purpose of it is for like the other podcasts. So I don't miss any news. Okay. But like if I had it and like was doing all this other wild crazy stuff, like that would be that's weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, let me not say it's weird. It's wrong. Right. So and and it goes vice versa of like me creating like this fake Instagram account to because here's the thing right here. You create a fake Instagram account, right? Your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever, whomever it may be, you find them doing something they don't have no business doing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then what's your next move? Yeah. What's your next move? You going to confront them? Probably. Okay. And then they're going to come back and say, okay, yes, I did this, but you were in the wrong for, for creeping on me. Two wrongs will make a right. That's my point. Okay. So. I dig it. At that point, you're reaching for something or you might be, again, doing this and then nothing comes out of it. Yeah. So now you've built yourself up only to be, quote unquote, let down because you went in. You don't just create an Instagram account, a fake Instagram account or a fake social media account, not expecting to find something. So then you don't find anything and it's just like, well, they're not doing what I thought they were doing. And then now you're probably mad at them for not doing what you thought they were doing. Like it just... It, to me, it's just, if you feel like they're doing something wrong, just have the conversation with them. Like, hey, I have this suspicion. Like, you're probably going to be upset with me, but my gut is telling me that something is up. But what if you feel I like you, you can't confront that way. person? Then why? <laughs> this is going to sound bad, but then why are you Why are you with them? The whole purpose of you being with somebody is to be able to have an open, honest conversation. And if you can't have that, then you're lacking something major in your relationship. And and that's a whole nother issue. Yeah. It's not even a fact about trust. Now we're talking about compatibility. I mean, yeah, there's compatibility, but then there's also that, you know, there might be something within that person that is, that is fostered all these other things to take place. So you know, whether it's low self-esteem or low confidence or, you know, just being insecure or something in the past that's happened, Once you know, again, going back to the past, like I, I get it. I mean, I I'm just it. saying like past, some people the, are scarred the pa- by the their past. past. can be traumatic and the past can be something that is, that can scar you. But, and I'm not trying to use it as a crutch or as a scapegoat, but I mean, it's, it's real for some people. Yes. But you also have to take that time to heal. Yeah. If you if you have not healed for yourself, then don't bring nobody else. It during don't bring anybody else around during your healing process. That's true. You have to be able to heal for yourself. So if you're still going through this healing process of something that happened in the past, don't bring on somebody else in a relationship, and then you're shortchanging them, mm-hmm. or you are you have these images or thoughts about them because you haven't healed for yourself. That's not fair to you and that's not fair to them. Right. Okay. So I, that go, yeah, I think that, yes, I agree. Past trauma, traumatic relationships are very detrimental, but that's also why people say after a bad relationship, don't jump into another relationship. Yeah. Take some time, take some time, figure yourself out, grow, and then when you're ready, then you jump into the next relationship. Yeah. But don't jump into a relationship and then bring your stuff to me. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm and I'm and I'm my best self and I'm trying to grow myself and make you a better self and make you a better person but then you are still stuck on the past so now we can't grow together and here I am growing and sprouting and doing all these wonderful things and you're still stuck on what what your ex did to you two years ago and that person's not even thinking about you yeah they live in a best life yeah and I'm trying to live my best life with you and here you are you can't get past somebody that (laughs) has done you wrong so yeah if if you are in that point to where you don't trust and you go through your person's social media and everything because something has happened in the past take the time to grow step away if if that means and i'm i'm a firm believer that i don't necessarily believe in like breaks in a relationship but if it's that detrimental please step away and take a break and if it's meant to be like it'll be meant to be and that person will wait on you or be there for you when you get yourself together. Right. But please take that time to, to grow because it ain't, ain't nobody got time to be for me personally. Like I don't have time to be going through tracking likes and followers. I don't, I don't have time for that. Like I got, you got bigger fish, got, bigger, bigger right, fish to like, fry. <laughs> I work like, yeah. I, I just, I'm just, it's just too much stuff to be going on yeah. for me to be trying to say, okay, well, who's tonight liking today and who is she talking to today? Like, I, I just don't have the time. So, yeah. It's very mature of you. Um, Last piece. So we can get on out of here. What about people that, so we talked about people that, you know, may divulge their relationship issues to family or friends. What about when they're taking it to social media? I feel the same way as I do with family, friends, if not even more stronger. Like, don't bring your stuff to social media. Like, like what are they just trying to find advice or like trying to, you know, IG help me, that, that, that. Or they're doing like a, a live or like a video where they're ranting or not ranting, but like just... They just talking about what's going on. No, I I did that once. Not not I did that, but I was on the receiving end of that to where someone asked a question on Twitter and I thought it was just a general question and I responded mm-hmm. and come to find out, I assume I didn't respond back because I felt like it was about their current relationship mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, that was kind of messy. I don't know if they listened to the podcast or not, but mm-hmm. that was, I was like, man, that was kind of messy for them to ask that question. And then they, they tagged their significant other in it. And me not thinking, like, I just answered. Oh. And then, like. They tagged him. Right. I, I wouldn't have tagged like, you. I would have just did it. I was just like, oh, okay. And then after I thought about it, I was like, oh, like, maybe they're actually going through this. Which to me is just like a, once again, like, I'm I'm the outside looking in. Like, I had no idea when I answered the question. So, what do I have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, what advice? Yeah. What is my advice going to do? If that person is firmly believes on what they did, then. What about the subliminal, like the people that post like subliminal, like they tweet subliminal, subliminally or like post way. subliminally about their significant other or their spouse or whomever, like, you know, how people can just make I, anonymous stuff. I feel the same way. You live in the same house as this person. What if you don't? What if, what if we don't you live in the same house? Number. Okay. Maybe they just, they just want, I don't you know. You have a notes app in your phone (laughs) if anything if you need to tweet something or leave it in your drafts like tweet it don't post it but what if they want advice there's other ways to get advice than to get it on social media because at that point how many people do you follow that don't really know you 
Yeah, that's letting other, yeah. Yeah. So, or don't know your spouse. So here you are now asking advice and they all know that you're in a relationship. So they know that you're talking about your spouse. Do you think that could foster a way to not only taint the image of the spouse or the significant other, but to like set up a... Yes, it sets up avenues for for other people to quote unquote shoot their shot if that's what you're asking. Yep, I was just curious. Yes, it, that's it, all. It sets that up because mm-hmm. now it's like, oh well, they got she, problems at home. She got problems. He got problems. They're not happy. Okay, let me let me see what's up. Okay. And now oh, you, and now you put yourself in a totally different situation because now you're not happy, and now you got somebody else, a fresh face in your inbox. Okay, I, we got to wrap this up happy. for real. But I got one more question. So, what about? What about, now I'm, I, whoo, this is heavy, but I'm going to say it anyway. What about the people that have, you know, friends of the opposite sex and they go and talk to that friend about what's going on in their relationship or whatever, marriage relationship? I feel the same way. You feel the same way? Okay. And, and you know, I have two really good female friends. Mm-hmm. And never once have I went to them and complained. Because once again, it's like it's none of their it's none of their business. But what if you're what if it's like, well, I'm going to this friend because I need like a female perspective on the issue or, you know, trying to understand female thought or whatever the case is. Is it still can it still be? I don't know. Like I said, I just, and like I said, I, I trust both of my friends. Like I know if I. Okay. So you trust them. So you feel like you trust them enough to be able to go to them and be like, you know, Hey, Tanaya and I are whatever. And I really just need some female advice. Do you feel like they would do it? It would be done in good faith and not like a conniving type of, Oh, well, I'm going to give mutual advice, but for my I'm friends, taking absolute, notes. For, no, no. For my friends, absolutely not. Okay. Uh, I, but I'm but I'm still not going to them. Okay, I was just, I, I stand yeah. on what I said. Like I'm not. I'm coming. If I want a female female perspective, I'm coming to you. But what if I can't give you the perspective that you need? But you're giving me your perspective. Okay, what you're saying? Yeah. And, and their perspective of what may happen may be different. Okay. So how can I draw from them? Because y'all are two different people. The perspective is different. Now I'm pulling from their perspective, trying to apply it to you, but it may not be your perspective. Okay, I was just curious because I know, you know, there are some people, you know, that feel like they have they have friends of the opposite sex for that to be able to go to, you know, and get some type of insight or whatever. And I think uh, sometimes it works and other times it don't work. So do you have that? I don't. I feel like it's easier for females. I used to, but I don't. I feel like it's easier for females than it is guys. I was always, I will tell you this, back in college, I I had a, a I was a firm um, believer. And it took me, honestly, till you and I started dating for me to realize, like, mm, that's only, like, halfway true. I was a firm believer that if you had a friend of the opposite sex, nine times out of ten, somebody was going to catch feelings for somebody, whether it was on purpose or not on purpose. And it wasn't until that you and I started dating and I saw that you had two female friends that were both close and they didn't, at least I don't think they did ever, but you know, it took me time, you know, to understand that. But I was very convinced that 
anytime you got somebody that's a friend of the opposite sex and you're in a relationship with somebody that somebody and you may go and talk to that friend that some feelings and sparks are flying from somewhere. So I was just curious. That's all. Interesting. Okay. Well, what do you guys think? Social media, sharing your relationship woes or going to your family and friends on your relationship woes privacy do you have your significant other or spouse's passwords are you friends with them on twitter do you stalk them on instagram or facebook let us know we want to hear your thoughts this was a great episode for sure um this was friend inspired shout out to her shout out to you friend i don't even know who it was (laughs) shout out to you for this for this topic um Hope you guys enjoyed your Labor Day. Um, hope you guys have a great short week at work. Those that had today, well, yesterday off or yesterday, I'm sorry, Friday. No, for those that had Monday off, this episode drops on Wednesday, so two days ago. Um, I was like, what? Where yeah. are we going with this? Okay. Um, as oh, I was yeah, it nothing connected. Um, as always, thank you guys for your support for rocking with us. 16 episodes now. Um, if you're not following us on Facebook or Instagram, the Hargit Halftime, share your stories, your experience, if, experiences. If you have questions, future topics, send us a comment, shoot us a DM, send us an email at the Hargit Halftime at gmail.com. Uh, steal. Always wear your mask. We still in the middle of a pandemic, even though they're not talking about it. Um, continue to be safe. Um, remember to vote in November. If you can do the melon home ballot, despite all this crazy stuff that's going on. My dad works at the bulk mail center and back home. So he is just like, yo, it's crazy. So do what you can. And we will see y'all next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. The purpose of the Hargit Halftime is to share real life experiences and to provide insight on how to navigate through those life experiences, whether you are single, in a relationship, engaged, or married. At the end of each episode, it is our hope that whoever, wherever, listening to this podcast will be blessed by the content shared.